0: You are Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You're listening to the Locked On Broncos podcast, hosted by Cody Rourke and Cameron Parker, your daily Broncos podcast. Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Locked On Broncos Podcast. I am your co-host, Cameron Parker. Happy to be alongside with you for another brand spanking new episode of the Locked On Broncos Podcast. You guys can follow me over on Twitter at Cameron Parker PO. And you guys can go follow Cody Work at CodyWork NFL and go visit his site at CodyWorkNFL.com for exclusive NFL. And Denver Broncos content. We have a lot to talk about today. But first I want to let you guys know that this show is sponsored by Mark Weldon. And we're going to talk about how you guys can save up to 20% on your order a little bit later in the show. But first let's get to our lead story of the day. And what is this lead story? Well the fact is the Broncos have been searching for so long to find a sponsor for their stadium. Well, as just so turns out yesterday, the Denver Broncos found that sponsor and it is Empower Retirement Company. And so they decided to name it Empower at Mile High Stadium. So all of this talk, all of this talk now, but the Broncos trying to find a stadium. The team has now found their sponsor and, and they agreed to a 21 year deal Inking this before the regular season, and I think that this is probably one of the the, the bigger reasons why it probably happened now is because they want to make sure they want to make sure with all with all the, the ducks in the row, should we say they want to make sure that everything is moving along smoothly heading into the regular season. Because the the Broncos and really anyone that's that that is running a, a, an NFL franchise doesn't really want distractions heading into a regular season, and we know we know of course about the lawsuit and 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 everything with the ownership for the Broncos that was dropped as well by Bill Bolin. but and and also in regards more importantly to the stadium, you know the, I don't know if the Broncos or or fans in particular would have wanted to go into a regular season with it potentially s- still in, in, in doubt of who is going to be sponsoring the Broncos stadium. And now we certainly know that, uh, that it is going to be in power at mile high stadium. And I, I think one of the things that certainly turned a lot of people off was there is a little bit of red in there. There is a little bit of red and it did, It did receive some criticism, obviously, even with the name change. Because if you guys do some research and you go over to the Empower Retirement uh, website, it shows that they do work with the Kansas City Chiefs as well as the New England Patriots. And, of course, knowing Broncos' country or just the fans' perspective, they're going to jump a little bit over that. And they're going to find out, you know, why... Why sponsor a stadium who knows that uh, they are looking, should we say, at at the New England Patriots as well, or doing work with the New England Patriots as well as the Kansas City Chiefs? That's kind of a little bit of a turnoff if you're a fan, but the fact is, it's all about a business model. It's about how can they help a, a particular team further themselves as well as also, more importantly, further their... Uh, their own brand and, and everything else And so it's just I think for just this simple This simple case it, It's really a non-issue it, I think that it's really just the, the fans looking at something And trying to kind of nitpick And and really look at this situation As if uh, they're trying to find Some sort of reason Why they, they really don't Like the name change I, I think it, initially It probably didn't sound the best I should say but I, I do believe that all in all, it's, uh, I, I think all in all, it was just a really impressive, uh, it's just an impressive name. I It first hits you, I think, initially that it doesn't sound right, but then after you just sort of keep saying it hundreds and hundreds of times in your head and you start looking at it, you start looking at the, the maybe the logo a little bit more. I know the red is still a little bit of a turn off maybe with some fans. But I think ultimately, it is still a very strong name for the, uh, for the stadium. I think that just in general, I, I, the fact that, again, the distraction is not there for the Broncos heading into the season, that's really the key with all of this, is that they do not have that cloud hanging over them Heading into the regular season. And that's really the most important part of all of this. Really. As we kind of do a full circle. Is that they do not have this hanging over their head. Because we know that at some point. They were potentially going to get asked. And I think also too. One of the most important aspects. One of the most important aspects. Of this name change. Is also they kept mile high. They kept mile high in the name. I know that a majority of Broncos fans will always refer to, and maybe all of them too, will always refer to the Broncos stadium as Mile High because that's what it started out as. It started out as Mile High Stadium. So we're always, as Broncos country, we're always going to look at it and potentially name it ourselves as Mile High Stadium. And I think too that's one of the things that fans also have to understand. You don't really have to call it Empower at Mile High. You can still, in the back of your head, still say Mile High Stadium because Mile High is still in the name. But also understand that it they, they finally came to an agreement and that it is Empower at Mile High. And I think that it's so important even to include Mile High in that because it is such a huge staple. It is a huge staple. A Broncos history, a Broncos lore, and as far as stadium history also. And, and if they can continue to keep that in the name, I think there's really nothing else that matters. And also, really, at the end of the day too, the name of the stadium really also does not matter because it also what matters at the end of the day is the product that you have on the football field as far as a football team. And that's wins and losses. So really, it, it certainly was great to see that the naming rights get resolved before the end of the season, or sorry, before the regular season. But also at the end of the day, it's also about wins and losses too. That's the most important aspect about this is because now they can start playing football, they can start, they can start winning those football games, and really putting a successful product out there on the field. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Chris Harris. The comments that were made regarding Antonio Brown. And actually, they were geared toward his co- him covering Antonio Brown. Because we all know that history had shown until maybe the last handful of seasons that Chris Harris actually had kind of struggled a little bit with Antonio Brown. But based on last year and... And you guys will hear what, what Chris Harris had to say in, in, in his quote. But Harris kind of said that, you know what, based off of last year, he didn't do so hot against me. So I think ultimately the Broncos are in a really good place with Chris Harris and especially with that Broncos defense heading into Monday night's game against Antonio Brown and the Oakland Raiders. And we're going to talk about that particular comment Coming up next, right here on the Locked On Broncos podcast, which is sponsored by Mark Weldon. And speaking of Mark Weldon, the opening week of the NFL is brought to you by Mark Weldon. Mark Weldon is a premium man's essential brand that believes in smart design and premium fabrics. Mark Weldon is better than whatever you are wearing right now. Go visit the website markweldon.com and type in the promo code LOCKEDON and that will get you 20%. As we all know, the no-fly zone is gone, but still the creators, maybe the sole creator of the no-fly zone is still intact, and that is Chris Harris Jr. He's entering potentially a, a, a an uptick in pay, but also he's entering maybe his final season as a member of the Denver Broncos. But one of the things that has made him a true staple has been his shutdown coverage I wanted to let, I want to tell you guys right off the bat though, it is time to celebrate because football is finally back and Draftkings, the leader in one day fantasy football, has huge one week con- week one contests. The first one starts this Thursday. So today when Chicago and Green Bay kick off the season in a single game showdown with 2.5 million in total prizes up for grabs draft your single game showdown lineup and feel the sweat like you never before. It's simple. Just draft 6 players from the from the season opener, stay under the salary cap and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Plus, new users who sign up today on DraftKings using the code LOCKEDON will receive a free shot at the $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the sweat watching the game quite like having a shot a million dollar payday. A shot at the million dollar payday. So get in the season opener action. Download DraftKings app now and use the code LOCKEDON. For a limited time, both new and existing users can get a deposit bonus up to $500. And new users don't miss the extra special week one bonus by entering the code LOCKEDON to get, to get a free shot at the $1 million with your first deposit. That's code LOCKEDON and it's only At DraftKings. So make it rain. It's an exciting time. Isn't it not? I mean, football is back. And we all know that potentially maybe even Chris Harris is also back as well. Shutting down wide receivers week in and week out. And we know historically that Chris Harris has done a good job of locking down receivers. And until I would say recently and until maybe even last season Harris has struggled a majority of the time with Antonio Brown, but he was asked by the media yesterday regarding his potential coverage and if there was some revenge from the last time that they had played. Speaking of Antonio Brown and Chris Harris. Well, Chris Harris said last time we played, what, last year? When he had three catches and, and I had an interception? I think that one of the things that you will always appreciate with Chris Harris is that his ability to tell it like it is and really be incredibly upfront about it is something that really an entire defense has really bought into. And, you know, you have guys like Derek Wolf that certainly embody that as well. But the most important part about this particular comment is he's not wrong. Chris Harris did an exceptional job. And for the most part, Isaac Yottam, you know, was sort of thrown into the fire of covering Antonio Brown. And for the most part, Yadam did not that bad as well against uh, Brown, against the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that we sort of fall into this trap where we think that a shutdown corner really cannot shut down like there, there's always one player there's always one potential player that they always struggle against and there Yes, I think that is that's That's a that's a, an agreeable thing to a certain extent, but at the same time you have to understand that There will be a player and there's going to be a time when said player is going to win a few times here and there. And also it can take one certain season, one certain game against that opponent where you had struggled in the past and you win. That can create a lot of confidence going forward. And especially now going forward and going into this Monday night game and going into this Monday night matchup against the Oakland Raiders. They're Chris Harris will do, I think, an incredible job of locking Brown down. But the thing that is going to make this a much better opportunity for Harris, and really a, a, a majority of all the others too, is there's going to be a lot of help surrounding Harris. We know that Vic Fangio really likes playing that zone coverage, which puts a lot of that secondary, a lot of the potential players in position to succeed guys like justin simmons and will parks and now Kareem jackson as well as now with the help at safety the broncos defense will be picking each other up every chance it gets we say that so often in sports if a guy falls down there's two or three guys back there to go pick him up the broncos defense is going to be a nightmare i think for a lot of teams week in and week out Because they have playmakers all across the board. They do have a true shutdown corner, in my opinion, in Harris. And he did show the capability of locking Brown down when that time came. And if that can happen, if that can happen regularly, even throughout the week and weeks of games, the Broncos' defense is going to be very, very stellar. Because really, if you think about it, there really was not say, a a, a a bona fide... I mean, they they were relying on a lot of guys. They were really relying on a lot of guys on that defense. And the Bears' defense was certainly one of the tops as far as defense is concerned. But I really don't know offhand if they really had a true shutdown corner. I think ultimately, you know, I I, I really do believe that the Broncos, having Harris... And then now with Fangio praising the the development and strong development of Yadam, there's going to be a huge uptick in secondary production and potentially for, for, forcing turnovers because the, the pass rush is even going to make that secondary better. And as far as Harris is concerned, he can lock down anybody in the National Football League. He is that smart. He's that intellectual. He understands his responsibility and his responsibility on the football field. And that is to shut the number one wide receiver down or be called upon to go inside or outside. I know that he wants to play outside, and he did prove it last season. And he can go out and prove it again with one of the strongest masterminds in the entire game today. And that is Fangio running the helm and Donatel running the helm with the defense. If that can happen, then Chris Harrison, his potential for maybe a, a pay raise at the end of the season is going to go up even more with production week in and week out. And it's, gonna, it's just going to be up to the Broncos if they want to have that happen and, and, and give him a contract extension before free agency hits. That's going to be a true mark of how valuable Chris Harris truly can be because we know that he is a valuable piece to the secondary so it's just can he certainly build off of what he had last year and stuffing Antonio Brown to those three catches and actually getting an interception off Ben Wasselsberger? It's a very it's a it's a very tall task really by anybody to go cover Antonio Brown. But can Chris Harris can Chris Harris stop Antonio Brown that that ultimately is going to be the true test of how good Antonio Brown can certainly be. But at the same time, and more importantly, how good will, uh, will, will Chris Harris be under Vic Fangio for week one? So coming up next, we're going to talk a little bit about Joe Flacco. We're going to talk about Flacco, and we're going to talk a little bit about where... Joe Flacco is in regards to the offensive line we're going to talk about that coming up next right here on the Locked Broncos podcast but first I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about my bookie and if you guys have found $100 on the street you would pick it up or keep walking of course you take the money if you found $100 on the street would you pick it up or keep walking of course you take the money so why would why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, they pay you when you win. Let's face it, where you are betting, it's just as important as to who you're betting on. I wouldn't be telling you guys to bet with them if they weren't the best. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know that you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half, it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're the kind of guy that likes the likes to bet a little and win by a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you'll multiply your winnings. And no matter how you bet, the NFL season is the best time of year. So join now and my my bookie will double your first deposit. So use the promo code LOCKEDON to activate your offer. That's promo code LOCKEDON and visit mybookie.com today. That is, and that is where you will play. You win, and you get paid. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Lockdown Broncos podcast. We know historically, as we were talking in segment two about the defensive side and with with Chris Harris, there's been some consistency, strong consistency, with Harris, but the one thing that really is lacking with uh, with consistency has been the offensive line. However, you know it was really interesting today because Joe Flacco had a very interesting comment regarding the offensive line, and I think that is also a, a point that sometimes can fly under the radar because there are, there are there are a few players and one in particular that can get a lot of flack and a lot of, you know, attention thrown the, this particular person's way. But one aspect of the offensive line in general that Flacco talked a little bit about today, is the athleticism of the offensive line. And that is something that I think that we all really do need to start paying a little bit of attention to when Flacco talked a little bit about that. He was saying something, as far as the athleticism of the offensive line. Because if you really think about it, Garrett Bowles, who is the the left tackle of the Broncos' offensive line, we know that he is notorious for all of the penalties and the inopportune penalties of where he's holding a guy. But at the same time, if you really look at just the, the sheer body of work of Bowles, he is an athletic He's an athletically gifted individual He can move He can actually get to the next level He really is a true Athletic specimen for for the left tackle Position The problem is his technique Is just not the best right now And so it, he really just sort of falls back And the, the hand Leverage is just not where it really needs To be and so whenever he gets Beat he ends up holding a guy and We usually use this Uh, this analogy for, for basketball. When a guy beats you, you're going to reach around and, and, and foul a guy. And because that's basically your last resort. And that's kind of the last resort when, when a guy is beating you around the edge. I mean, you're going to just hold the guy because you were beat. And that's, I think to where guys like Mike Munchak throughout the season is really going to help the development of bowls. If he can get the best out of him, and in particular, one of the most important seasons of Bulls' career, then the career development and everything with Bulls is going to be very, very high. And the position of Bulls could be there to where we, we may even see the best we have ever seen with Bulls. But also factoring in that entire offensive line as well. You know, guys like Dalton Reisner has really been one of the 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 key talking points when talking about Vic Fangio, who we know does not sugarcoat things. And when he throws a player's name around, you pay you better pay attention. I mean, you know, him throwing around a a name like an Isaac Yottam, for instance, and when he throws out a, a name like a Dalton Reisner, who was getting a lot of praise from. You know Mike Munchek and 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 rightly so because that's his position coach. But it, when Vic Fangio is starting to pay attention, then potentially Broncos country should start paying attention because maybe they really did find something in Riser. I mean, he's an athletic guard. He's a he's a road grader. He can help in the running game. He can help in the passing game. He can clearly be athletic enough to get into the next level. Uh, I mean, he is one of the more decorated guys he was an incredibly decorated guy, should we say, at Kansas State. He earned a lot of awards when he was there. Really should have been a first-round draft pick. Fell into the second round. The Broncos took him at the 41st pick. Connor McGovern has had snap issues in in training camp and then obviously into the preseason, but we all know that those are issues that are going to have to certainly be cleaned up. But we had we've seen the athleticism from Connor McGovern He can be an effective center when really the time is there for him. He was there, if you think back to it, he was there for that Pittsburgh Steelers and Los Angeles Chargers game where they won back-to-back games. And those were the two games where you had a loss of optimism. And then right after that Chargers victory, people were starting to say, are the Broncos going to the playoffs? And Connor McGovern was the center for both of those games. And then obviously the, the the habits and and everything with that offensive line sort of came back and and that really did not end the best uh, best really for that entire offense. And we usually say so often with the just with every everything else as far as a true testament for offensive line is can they stay healthy well. We go now to Ronald Leary. Ronald Leary is one of those guys that really just for the most part cannot stay healthy. He's dealing with, you know, numerous, numerous amounts of injuries. And that's been one of the, the clouds, unfortunately, that's hanging over him. You know, is can he stay healthy for a full season? We know that when he is healthy, and this is obviously those big if scenarios, but when he is healthy, he's one of the best guards in the National Football League. I mean, he was one of the best guards on the Dallas Cowboys, and we all know that they are highly touted as one of the best offensive line units in the National Football League. And so the Broncos went and signed him, and and he really did show to be a little bit of a force, but he could not stay on the field because of how unhealthy he was. And now he is healthy. The Broncos are being very cautious with him. They have yet to certainly see the field. Uh, with Leary, And it seems like it was the right decision. And it seems like he very well could be ready for week one. So if they can generate a very cohesive unit with his offensive line and and even get it from the left side to the right side and with Garrett Bowles manning the left side and now Juwan James, who they spent a great deal of money for in the offseason, if they can protect Joe Flacco, then the Denver Broncos, as far as how athletic they are, on the left side and right side and also potentially in between there is going to be a very very good chance that the Denver Broncos will have a better offensive line and also understand and it'll be sort of a very small point small point before we finish the show here but the Broncos offensive line was not in particular good during the preseason. But that was really more to the lack of depth and everything else. And we know that the Broncos do lack depth there. So I do think the Broncos will have to show that they do not have any depth issues at offensive line. But more importantly, they have to show that they can stay healthy as an entire starting unit for them to have success. If they one of the key successes to winning in this season is in the trenches. If they can protect Joe Flacco and keep him upright and have him make dynamite decisions from the pocket with time to spare and to make those decisions, the Denver Broncos will be in a really good place offensively because that means everything is going to be flowing. The running game is going to be flowing. The passing game between Emmanuel Sanders, Cortland Sutton, Deshaun Hamilton – Tim Patrick, everything is going to be flowing. And one thing is for certain, that offense has a lot of pieces to really make it work. And especially having a safety blanket like Noah Fant manning the middle and down the field as a potential tight end threat. That's to where this offense could really benefit if the offensive line can really keep Flacco upright. Thank you guys very much for tuning in to another edition of of the Lockdown Broncos podcast. We will be back tomorrow for a brand new episode of the show.